Appreciate everybody for tuning in. This is Coach Chris, and you are with Underrated Athletes Off the Dribble, Episode 4. And today I have a special guest coming out of Illinois. We have James Brown with his four-star. Uh, James, how you doing today? I'm good. How about you? Thank you for having me. I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. And I see you're doing well, man. Everything's going well for me for what we can see on the outside, man. We excited to see what your future looks like, man. We want to talk a little bit of basketball with you, man. So appreciate you for joining us. Thank you again for having me. No problem. So where exactly in Illinois are you from? Uh, I'm from Aurora, Illinois. So it's a it's a it's a west suburb uh, of Chicago. So it's about 45 minutes to an hour outside of Chicago. OK, OK. And you play with Mean Streets as well. And you go to St. Rita High School. Yep. Yep. yep talk to me, yeah. Talk to me a little bit about your experience at St. Rita High School and then playing with Mean Streets. I know both of those are high level programs. So just talk to me a little bit about uh, both of those programs. Uh, Well, you know, my my experience at St. Rita has been nothing but nothing but positives. Uh, my high school coaches, uh, Coach Roshane, Coach Roshan Russell, uh, they both, you know, they both have taken real good care of me and they, they've been there for me a lot, um, as as have all my coaches at St. Rita, but them specifically. Uh, you know, we've gone through a lot of stuff together, so I really appreciate them. And, um, you know, my time at Mean Streets, my this was my first year at Mean Streets. I came from from Mac Irvin and it was a, it was a really big jump for me. Um, they, uh, you know, it's a really, really, uh, really well run program. Uh, Ty Streets does a lot, does a, a really good job of, you know, with all with all levels, um, whether it's 15, 16 and 17. They're just they really ran well. And, you know, they really helped push me as a player, um, being surrounded by a lot of great teammates and a lot of great people. So absolutely. It's a lot of. Great history coming out of Mean Streets, man. So you definitely said that right. So talk to us a little bit about who and what got you started with basketball, man. Just your transition into where where you at today. Who got you started with it, or what got you started with it? Uh, really, my dad. I would say, kind of just putting me as a kid. He kind of him and my mom really put me in a lot of different sports. Just kind of uh, see see which which one would stick. Um, and then as I began to get older and I grew and I became a lot bigger, uh, I used to play football, so okay. uh, I outgrew football and you know basketball kind of became this thing where it was like, okay, like you know, let me see what I can do with this because you know I, I got the height for it. I got I got some skill. Um, so, you know, my dad, he continued to help me work at basketball, taking me to different trainings and meeting with different people. Um, and then I, as I got around the sixth, seventh grade age, um, my cousin, my cousin's Corey Brewer, who uh, used to play in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, so I started to connect with him. And, you know, that's when he started working with me a little bit more, kind of breaking down film and, you know, kind of showing me different things that he's learned over the years. And that's when I kind of saw that my game. Uh, jump from a whole new level and that's when I started playing on the EYBA with Mac Irvin and, you know I started learning learning a lot more about myself and then uh, I made the jump to Mean Streets and then that's kind of where everything is like kind of skyrocketed it's been building and building and building and building over these last couple of years absolutely we can see man the proof is in the pudding and, and yeah Corey Brewer was a dog so you definitely <laughs> got a good one on your side for sure man uh, talk to us a little bit about basketball in Illinois tell us what makes basketball in Illinois a little bit different 
from the other states, from your perspective, how you, you know, how you feel about it. I know everybody wants to rep their state, their city. So tell us a little bit about basketball, Illinois, and how it's different from everywhere else. Uh, I would say playing in, in Illinois, most, uh, most more specifically Chicago, um, you really have to come and you really have to play with the chip in your shoulder, chip on your shoulder, uh, being, being from the suburbs, uh, you know, and going to the city and playing, it's, it's, it's really different because, you know, it's a lot of people down there that are playing for, you know, playing for their lives almost. Right. I said, uh, so, you know, you really got to come with a different toughness and a different mentality because, you know, if you're not willing to dive on the floor to get that loose ball, it's somebody else that's, that's definitely going to do it. Um, so you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be real strong mentally, especially cause you know, it's a lot, of, it's a lot of talking that goes on down there and, you know, it just, it's a different level of toughness and grit and dog that you gotta have to be able to, to play in Chicago. I know everybody, every state wants to say that, but like yeah. in Chicago, like you can really see it with like the, the NBA players that they produce, Derrick Rose, Patrick Beverly, uh, Doc Rivers, even like you, you, you gotta be really special to come out of Chicago. Absolutely, man. Everybody's hungry coming out of that area. So if you ain't working hard, you ain't working harder than everybody else, putting in the stuff that nobody else is putting in and doing the stuff that, you know, nobody else wants to do, you're not going to be able to separate yourself. And then, like you said, you know, the top is going to rise. And if you're not putting yeah. in work to be at the top, it's going to show. And like you said, it's a lot of people out there hungry. They don't got a lot of opportunities. So when they know basketball is the only way out, they're going to make sure that they're putting everything into it. So absolutely. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Who would you say – is the hardest player you had to play against or the toughest matchup in Illinois so far in your career? Uh, it's definitely my team, my high school teammate, Marez. Uh, okay. You know, we we have a lot of – there are so many battles that we have just every day in practice, whether it's Mean Streets, St. Rita. Uh, you know, he's really he's really one of the one of the biggest reasons that I am where I am, just being able to go against somebody my size, my caliber, talent, just somebody as good as me. Uh, you know, like we really – we really – we we knock heads every single day and that that's helped me got so much better. And I feel like I've helped him getting so much better too. Cause I mean, it's just like, we go at it, you know, every single day, not a lot of people are, are you know, are blessed to be able to have somebody that's, that's just as good as them that you, that they could play against every single day. So I, I would definitely say it's, it's him without it, without a doubt. And that's probably helped both of y'all progress and just make y'all better basketball players. And y'all probably could see it just with y'all playing against each other in school, AAU, all those type of things every day. Uh, there's a reason why both of y'all are receiving what y'all are receiving, man. It's paying. Yep. It's absolutely yep. paying off. They say, they say practice is supposed to be harder than the games, man. We go at each other in practice, and, and we in the games, mm -hmm. and we like, oh, man, this this who we got to go up against? Man, it's easy. We, we go through a lot. Of, yeah, we everything we go through in practice is much harder. Slight work, and that's that's absolutely true, man. Absolutely true. Uh, so I know you've been getting a lot of buckets up there. What's what's the most you scored in the game? Uh, the most I scored in the game was in middle school. Mm -hmm. Middle school, I think I had I, it was like 50, 53 points or something like that. I had, in middle school, I had fifty. Okay, okay. Well, you got this season and next season to surpass yep. many, and I think you definitely have the skill to do it. You definitely have the game to do it. But I understand when you're playing with other talent, you know it's it's hard to score a lot when you're playing with other Division One guys and some playing in a really good system so i understand but you might have one of those games where you just on fire you really getting off and they really just feeding you you able to get that man so yeah. sometime in your career before it's all said and done i'm sure you're going to surpass that my man i appreciate that <laughs> yes sir so just talking a little bit more basketball let's get more in detail what do you see right now uh that you need to work on in your game to take you to the next level um, right now, I feel like I have to do a, do a better job getting more agile, being a little bit more athletic on the court. Uh, 
I feel like, you know, my jump shot is is a work in progress as well. You know, I feel like I'm I'm solid from like the 10 to 15, uh, 15 foot area, but I feel like I can stretch it out a little bit more and just just and that just comes with reps. Right. Um, I feel like I could I could dribble the ball a good amount for a guy my age, but I feel like I could tighten that up too. Um, and then just continuing to work on my motor and my my shape and my body, uh, you know, just little things that translate to the college area that necessarily don't have to do that much with skill. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just working on, you know, my shot, being a little bit more athletic, dribbling, my motor. Besides that, I think I should be straight. Absolutely. And one reason why I ask that, because it's always to be cautious of what I can do to get better, what I need to work on. So that way you don't get stagnant. A lot of players get stagnant. They're really good at a younger age. They think they got it made. They think what they're doing now is going to translate to the next level. And it's not always that case. And basketball is always changing too. So I ask that that's good and that you know what you need to get better and what you need to work on. So you can keep getting better every year because that's the goal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A counter to that. What do you think you do well right now? What do you think your strengths are and uh, how do you, how you dominate the game right now? Uh, I think I do real well on the, on the block, you know, obviously being somebody on my size, I think my, my post game is extremely elite. Uh, I think I got good post footwork. I think I got good touch around the rim. Um, but, you know, counter to that, I think I'm really versatile too. You know, I, I'm comfortable playing on the wing. Um, I don't do it a lot, but you know, I can play on the wing. Right. Um, you no, know, on defense, I think I'm, I'm versatile as well. I could guard one through four, one through five. Um, you know, I, I think I, I'm, I'm, pretty good shot blocker, um, defensive rebounder, offensive rebounder. I think I can do a little bit of everything. I think that's my my biggest tool is my versatility. Okay, absolutely. And you know in the game now, even at the college level and the level after that, you know, it's all about being versatile, especially at your size. The more you can do, the more they can play you and the, the less they got to take you out because of different mismatches and different things like that. So continue to work on that for sure. Definitely that's going to take you far. Oh, I know the high school season is, you know, we're in the preseason now. The season's about to start in the next few weeks. Uh, What are you looking forward to this high school season? Like, what are some of your goals this year, personally and just as a team overall? Um, As a team, our number one goal is state championship. Uh, And that's that's really been our biggest thing that we've been talking about as a team, whether it's players and coaches, but mainly players on players. It's really really state championship and bust for us, Uh, you know, like, we feel like we got the best team in the state. We know we have, well, we know we have the best team in the state. It's really just, you know, about us going out there and doing it. So that's really been been the biggest thing. And we know it's not going to be easy because it's a lot of good teams in Chicago. You got Simeon, you got Kenwood, Whitney Young. Um, but, you know, we really, we really feel like, you know, we're going to be able to go out there and get that done. Um, but personally, um, I feel like I want to be, you know, first team all, all conference, first team all state. Um, I want to be in the running for Gatorade player of the year. Um, you know, Mr. Mr. Illinois, you know, all, all those individual things I want to I want to be in the running for. But, you know, my most my most important goal is definitely winning a state championship because I know winning will, you know, help me accomplish all those things. So absolutely. You're on the right track to do all of those things, you know, just staying focused and taking advantage of your opportunities out of those um, teams that you name, those other high school teams you name, which one out of those ones you name think going to give you the most smoke? Mm, the most mm-hmm. i would probably say i'd probably say whitney uh, uh they got a great coach over there and coach yeah. slotter oh they got they got some really talented players really talented guards dalen uh marcus uh antonio munoz you know they got a they got a they got a great team over there you know they i think they're really underrated in the state yeah. um, you know it's, it's scary when you have good senior guards so i feel like they they're gonna give us a good run for our money and they they good defensively too so i know i know that's gonna be a good game 
Yeah, they got some good history in their program as well. So, you know, they're going to be well coached and they're going to play hard. And any team that's going to do those two things, you know, you got to worry a little bit. So it's going to be an interesting season, man. But you're going to have fun with it. It's going to be some great games. I'm already knowing it is. Yeah, exactly. So talking about your top 10 just came out, you know, Illinois, Iowa, Wisconsin, UNC, Missouri, Michigan State, Eastern Michigan, Duke. Notre Dame and Howard, man, that's that's a beautiful list right there. And congratulations for everything that's coming your way. And we know more is coming. Uh, we have some uh, blue bloods on there, uh, Michigan State, UNC, Duke. You have some schools up in your region as well, Illinois, uh, Wisconsin, Michigan State, uh, Iowa, those type of things. But uh, two schools that um, are really interesting that's on your list is Howard and Eastern Michigan. Uh, we see a lot of uh, top athletes nowadays, uh, I'm 26, so when I was in high school, not too long ago, but a little bit of distance in there, a lot of the top guys just had the top schools on their list. But nowadays, you're seeing a lot more of the top prospects your age and a little bit before you, and it's going to be more after you, giving these mid-majors, uh, HBCUs, other lower Division One schools, um, you know, some interest, some opportunities in being able to recruit them and get them. And I love it, man. And I think it's only going to make college basketball better. So uh, my question for you is, why do you think you guys' generation and a couple of generations, you know, your generation mostly and mainly are giving these uh, smaller schools a chance? Why do you think that is? Uh, personally, I would say, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of history in HBCUs that aren't known to that aren't known to, you know, man. Um, you know, you look at schools like Duke, North Carolina, Michigan State, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of history. Um, in those schools that goes back generations from, you know, Magic Johnson's, Michael Jordan's, Grant Hill's, you know, just those type of players. And I feel like um, I feel like, you know, a lot of people in my generation feel like, well, you know, if people if, you know, they could do it at Duke, Michigan State, North Carolina, why can't I do the same thing at Howard? Um, you know, if there's a, a coach that that believes in me, why can't I, you know, kind of go there and, you know, pave my own path? Because, um, you know, I feel like I feel like that's just that's just what I look at it personally. Um, and then my dad went to Howard, too. So you know, okay. I got a, I had a little bit of a bias there, too. But, Absolutely. You know, just, just, you know, really seeing, you know, where I can go. And, you know, not saying that you can't do that at a Michigan State or a Duke or North Carolina, but it's just right. it's, really, it's really special when you go to a place and you really make it your own. Absolutely, man. If you're doing what you're supposed to do and you got a coach that believes in you, no matter where you're at, you're going to thrive and the right people are going to see you if it's meant for you to be at the next level. So it's all about fit. That's why I like to tell a lot of athletes that are coaching mentors it's all about fit and finding the right place that really wants you, no matter what level it is, if they have the resources and you doing what you're supposed to do and performing well, when the opportunity comes around, the right people are going to see you. There's scouts, there's the right people will see you when it's time to see you. So I love that answer. And I love that. Uh, y'all's generation, the younger athletes are giving these smaller schools a chance because, like I said, they deserve it as well. And they may be able to help you sometimes more than a, a high major may be able to. It's all about fit. So some is right. good for some athletes. It may not be for other athletes, but I love that, man. And so uh, good luck to you and the rest of your recruitment, my man. Thank you. Um, what system, speaking of the next level, what system could you see yourself fitting in? Like what type of play style do you do you really like? Um, I like to play fast, um, get up and down. Um, I don't really, you know, I, I kind of play a, my high school being in the conference that we're in is kind of a slow grinded out, um, you know, kind of half court system, which is cool. I feel like I could play in that, but you know, I really like the game getting up and down really fast. Um, you know, a lot of, uh, we call it showtime at St. Rita cause you know, a lot of dunks, a lot of steals, you know, a lot of flashy plays, but you know, we still, we still making the right, the right plays to win, but you know, we just, we just like to do it with a little bit of flair on it. So. I would say I'd say a fast play style where we get up and down. Yeah, when you got the athletes y'all got and the talent you got, 
uh, being able to do both and being balanced makes you really good. But everybody likes to get out and play fast, especially when you got the talent you guys got. That's yep. that's that's going to be one of y'all's strengths for sure this season. Y'all going to be really exciting, man. So um, back to a little bit about your goals. We talked about the your goals for the high school season uh, for the team and personally. But I want to know what your goals are overall with basketball, not just at this level, but just entirely. What are your goals with basketball? What are you trying to do with it? Um, I'm really my my number one goal is I want to go to the NBA. Um, and not really that I want to go to the NBA and say that, oh, I was drafted, but, you know, to be able to get that second contract, um, you know, be able to, to stay in the NBA and, you know, create some generational wealth for me and my family. Um, you know, that's 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 something that really drives me every day is, you know, being able to get in the NBA and be successful there. Um, and then I also want to use basketball as a tool to, to, you know, provide me with, you know, a lot of different opportunities in life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not letting basketball use me, but use basketball. That's something that I'm really working on with my family when we look at a college. But, you know, how can, you know, obviously they're going to be able to provide the right things for me on the court. But, you know, how are they providing opportunities for me off the court? Because, you know, at some point the ball does stop bouncing. So really just trying to find that balance of, you know, on the court success and off the court success. Those are those are really my, my biggest goals. Man, that's a beautiful answer, man. Uh, your parents raise you. They they raising a good young man. The way you thinking about things and your thought process that's that's beautiful, man. So I love that answer right there. And keep keep thinking like that. Man. It's gonna take you very far, very Thank far. And so we know basketball isn't everything. So I like to ask a few questions that uh, show a little different side of you that isn't just basketball, and people still get to know you a little bit. Um, so these are little fun questions. What is your favorite hoop and shoe? Mm, favorite hoop and shoe. Uh. I'd probably say Paul George. I like Paul George. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That's tough. That's tough. I like him as well. Uh, favorite player in the league right now? Scotty Barnes. Okay. Yeah, he's a he's a player that I definitely try to model my game after. So Scotty Barnes. Yeah, he could do a little bit of everything, man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh favorite food. Mm, tacos. Tacos. Can't go wrong with those. Can't go wrong with those. Favorite artists, no matter what genre of music. Uh, little dirt. Okay, got to, got to, got to. Um, what so far? What has been your favorite basketball moment in your career so far? We know you're gonna have plenty more later on, but just right now, what could you say has been your favorite and biggest basketball moment? Um, my favorite basketball moment. My favorite basketball moment is probably like kind of like like on the court or like off the court. Uh, either one, whatever, whatever comes to you right now, either one. Okay. On the court, I'll say is, uh, it was in Kansas city. It was EY, it was EYBL Kansas city. Um, and my, we were playing, we were playing to qualify. Mm -hmm. Um, and we played, we were playing city rocks and no, just, uh, one of my high school teammates, he had like 30 or 40 that game. Cause he was like, he was just rolling. He was just like hitting everything. And I remember, uh, me and Rez, we were teasing him off the bench. We were like, man, because we were listening to Young Pappy. I don't know if you know who yeah, yeah, Pappy yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was know. listening to Young Pappy before the game. And everybody on the team was like, man, like we got to listen to we got to listen to Young Pappy before every game because like that's that really like that like that got us turned. Turn like, up. So I would say I would say that was my that was my favorite moment because it was just like that was the point in the season where we all just kind of clicked and we really yeah. locked in mentally where we were like, man, we could really win Peace Jam. You know that you know unfortunately that didn't happen, but like that. That just that time in the season was like when we was really rolling and like yeah. that was when we were best. Nah, yeah, I know about them boys from Chicago. He he a wild one, but yeah, I know yeah. a little bit. Now that's dope. That's dope for music can really get you right for the game and yep. get off as you can see, man. So that's 
that's dope for real, man. My last question for you, man, and this is just for the, the young people that's going to be watching, man, because you got some fans now. You're going to have some fans as you continue on with your career. And we have people that normally watch our podcast, the younger generation as well. So I always like to ask, what advice would you give the next generation of hoopers that are watching you, uh, may find out about you later on as your career goes on, um, or guys that are underrated, or guys that are some of the top guys in their grade right now that are going to have to go through some of the things that you're going through now. But what what advice would you give to the next generation of hoopers as they come up? Man, just keep working. Like, really, like, the best thing that I could have ever done for my career was just block out all the noise. Like, don't listen to social media. Like, everybody wants to post, uh, you know, somebody's doing this dunk or, you know, somebody somebody's doing this, man. Just block out all that noise and just keep working. If you stick to your grind, you don't got to be the most athletic person in the world. You don't got to be the fastest person in the world. You don't got to be any of that. If you just keep working and you trust your journey, like everything that you want to accomplish will come true. Like, you know, don't worry about anything on the outside. Just, you know, stay focused and really trust your journey. And you know, you'll be straight. Absolutely. So for all the young guys, young athletes watching this, this is coming from an athlete that's a four-star nationally ranked with offers from all the top schools that you guys would love to have, UNC, Duke, Michigan State, Missouri, the list goes on and on. And he's telling you yourself, just keep working. Block out everything, keep working. And the proof is in the pudding what can happen for you, my man. So, James, I appreciate you for tuning in with us and joining us, man. Uh, we know there's going to be some big things coming down the line if you stay focused and you keep working hard, which we know you're going to do. And we're wishing you the best over here, underrated athletes. And we definitely appreciate you for joining Off the Dribble Episode 4 with us, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No problem, my man. We wish you the best and you take care. All right. Thank you. Man, don't respond.